excited in your spirit that the one we have to do is not somebody that you will be thinking ah, will he be there for me tomorrow the goal we have to do he never change he never fails he never falters he never makes mistakes and he has not the ability to even make mistakes so he has been there for you and me since January to today this same God will be there for you even in 2023. Praise the Lord. I want to thank our apostle, our father in the house for this privilege to be here and I thank Reverend Edith for the opportunity given to me to come up here again for us to enjoy the word, enjoy what God has for us. Thank you for coming here too. You do not allow the chicken and the rice to keep you at home just as he has kept so many at home. You know, in festive period like this, a lot of people are distracted. They celebrate and forget the major things. They major in minor and minor in majors. But to you, you understood the principle of constant winning. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. You know, 
Pastor Vicky said this evening that when you cook, the bottom pot is always the sweetest. The women know that because most of the ingredients, that's where they, they, they settle, especially jollof rice. Jollof rice, when they cook jollof rice, don't go for the top. Try and let them dish the bottom side of it. That's the, where you see all the, everything set, all the condiments. Praise the Lord. That is what we are here for tonight. Amen. Let's take our Bible and say our Bible affirmation. This is my Bible. It is God's inner and unchanging word. It is my most valuable earthly possession. A lamp unto my feet and a light on my path. I hide these words in my heart that I might not sin against God. The Bible is God talking to me personally. I, therefore, listen to it carefully and do it fully. And I internalize it in my life by doing these four things. I know it in my head by diligent study. Store it in my heart by memorization and meditation. Show it in my life by doing its teachings. And I sow it in my word by being a witness. Hereafter, I will never be the same. Never, never, never. In the name of Jesus, for his honor and glory, both now and forevermore. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, I'm so excited in my spirit this evening. Right from the day Apostle gave me this topic to handle. Anytime I remember if something happens within me, that's, that this pumping up, there are certain things you hear about the word of God, it will make you to shout. For every month, anytime I'm doing anything, I remember the topic Apostle asked, ah, be this, 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 I feel like jumping up. And this now tonight, we are saying, treating on the topic, born to win. Praise the Lord. Born to win. You know, um, in the Eastern side, there's a saying. They said, whatever a snake gives birth to must be long. Whatever proceeds from a snake must be what? Long. We know that snake is a long animal reptile so whatever comes from the snake must be long so if we are saying we are children of god we hear from god we we we, we belongs to god we are born again you know there are different kind of lives we have the goat life animal life we have the fish life and we have the human life but above all that, we have the God life. Praise the Lord. So, goats give back to goats. Dogs give back to dogs. Fishes give back to fishes. Human beings give back to what? Human beings. And what do you think God gives back to? Hallelujah. These are the kind of thoughts that when I think about them, my spirit will be jumping up. I feel like jumping. I, some, sometimes I don't even know when I speak out. If somebody were around me, they would say, ah, what has gone wrong with this man? Praise the Lord. So, the life we have is the life of God. 
I, I was trying to get a song. It said, this life that I have is the life of God. And then and I went and that chorus of that said, Zoe, Zoe. Many of us have not understood what we are singing. Because if we do, oh boy. If we do, if we do. There are so many of these songs we sing that we just sing it. We love the rhythms. But the lyrics, we don't take time to study what they are talking about. Okay, I will know whether we do that or not. I want to sing a song right now. I have the life of God in me. I have the life of God in me. I have the spirit of the Son of God. I have the life of God in me. If you have this life, get up and join. I have the life of God in me. I have the life of God in me. I have the spirit of the Son of song you sing if you understand what you are singing. Honestly you would move out as a lion. You can't go out defeated. You cannot be defeated. Even when all circumstances and situations look different. You know what you have got. You will go out bold. You will go out with your shoulders squared up. You can never go out with your shoulders dropping. You looking so sad and so defeated in life. Praise the Lord. And that is why this popular scripture, let's look at 2 Corinthians 5.17. 2 Corinthians 5.17. What is he saying? He said, therefore, if any man be in Christ, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. You know, this scripture, every Christian knowing, we quote it. But have we taken time to actually meditate on what he's talking about? You see, if any man, any man, be it man or woman, boy or girl, child, adult, old and young, anybody, be in Christ, He's saying you are a new species of being. You are a new kind of person that has not existed before. Now, you know, in Genesis chapter 1, 
When God, Genesis chapter 1 from verse 26, God is talking about accounts of creation. Then when it gets from 26, and God said, let us make man after our own image. Then Adam and Eve, we are created. Now from Adam and Eve, the whole world come into existence, the whole human race. Now, we always say we are descendants of Adam and Eve, or descendants of Abraham, everybody. We all take our lineage from that. But this scripture, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, is not saying the same thing with what you saw in Genesis chapter 1, from verse 26. He says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new a new species of being, a new creation. The day you gave your life to Christ, that day you were cut off from that lineage of Adam and Eve. Praise the Lord. That is the day you were cut off from that lineage. You hear people say, I don't know this man, I don't know this woman from Adam. What are they trying to tell you? They are trying to identify their lineage, that they are from the lineage of Adam and Eve. But you, the Christian, you, this born-again Christian, spirit-filled, the day you gave your life to Christ was the day you were cut off from that lineage. You are no longer from the lineage of the first Adam. You are now from the lineage of the last Adam, Jesus Christ. That is the day your lineage changed. That is the day you know where you hail from. He says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Not somebody that's refurbished. It's not somebody that um, changed, changed his, uh, 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 his origin. It's, that is the day you started existing. That is the day you, 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 your name, that is the day your name entered in the record of God. Praise the Lord. So, this scripture, if any man be in Christ, he is a new species of being. He is a new person. He has a new life. His lineage has changed. You are not who you used to be. And that is why sometimes due to ignorance, many Christians when they get born again, they start telling you that what happened in their family lineage, their ancestors, they are still affecting them. You are no more from that lineage. How can it affect you? Your lineage has changed. You are cut off from where you were. Now you are from another lineage. Praise the Lord. That is the winning life. You were born to win. That is the winning life. That's the song we just sang now. Zoe, Zoe, the life of God. I just said it. That we have different lives. We have the human life. We have the animal life. We have the plant life. We also have the God life. That God life is not subject to whatever happened to your physical lineage. Praise the Lord. So it is out of ignorance that we suffer so many things that we ought not to. Praise God. Now, if, when you look at First uh, Thessalonians chapter 1, let's look First Thessalonians chapter 1 verses 26 and 27. First Thessalonians Sorry, Colossians, sorry, Colossians 1. Colossians 1, 26 and 27.
Now he says, This message was kept secret for centuries and generations past, but now it has been revealed to God's people. For God wanted them to know. For God wanted them to know. Okay, let me read in King James. Even the mystery which had been hid from ages, from generations, but now is made manifest to his sense, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is in you, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Now, don't forget what we read in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. It says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Now, this Colossians is telling us that this is the mystery that the generations that were before us try to look into. What is this that God has been hidden from us? What is this that they, they wanted to know? What is in this package of salvation? They could not. And the Bible says that this is what is, has been revealed to us now. Me and you and the life we have is the secret God has kept for generations and generations. And in our time, he has made it known. He has revealed it for us to be the beneficiaries of this. If the generations past had known People like uh, Aaron and the Moses and the Elijah and Elisha, all of them, if they had known this mystery, they would have desired God that let them exist in this time. But they were, it was hidden from them. But this has been made manifest. What is that? Christ in me. Christ in you. What does it mean for Christ to be in you? Now, this Christ being in you comes with something. And what is it? It comes with a transcendent life, a life that is supernatural, a life that is superior to the human life. This life, this Christ in you, this Christ in me. You know, the people of the Old Testament, they lived a natural life. They lived a normal life. They were subject to circumstances and situations. But the life that Christ has given to us, that day you gave your life to him, that life is called transcendent life. And what is transcendent life? It is a superior life. A life that is superior to the natural life that the people of the world are living. It is a life that is higher. A life that is not subject to the, to the, the, the principles and the, and the limitations of the human life. It is extraordinary life. That is a life that is surpassing a life that is surpassing beyond the ordinary. That is the life that we have. When Christ is in you, that is the life he has brought to you. But you know, over the years, so many churches have measured into getting being born again. So you give your life to Christ and you get born again and that is where they stop. Many others will move forward. They say, um, um, you have to live a holy life to please God. But what they don't know is that if you don't comprehend this life that has been given to you, it will be impossible for you live the, to live the holy life. You first of all have to understand and comprehend what is being given to you. It's just like when you are given something and you don't understand it. 
like many of us, many of these high-tech phones and all these gadgets is given to you and you don't know how to use it. Many of us, we use our phones only to make call and to receive call. But can these phones do more than that? These phones can do far, 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 far more than receiving call and making calls. But because you don't understand it, you are limited to that. That is what is happening to so many Christians. Because they don't understand this life we are being given. They don't understand, they don't comprehend this Christ, being, what it means for Christ to live in you. And what it means for you to be in Christ. And therefore we just get contented by, I am born again, I'm going to heaven. Meanwhile, they are suffering in this world. Suffering things they ought not to. They are living a defeated life. They are being challenged in various areas of their life. Because they don't understand what this life is all about. That have been given to us. We only know we are born again. I'm going to heaven. But before you go to heaven, there are so many things. You have still got to live on this earth. And you still have to win. Because that is what God has called us to do. To show forth his life in us. Praise the Lord. So I want you tonight to get hold of this. Make sure you understand the life you have. When you say you are a Christian, you have been born to, to live the transcendent life, to live the supernatural life, to live a life that is beyond the ordinary, to live a life that always wins. Because God is never defeated. We just sang a song that he is the same forever. He will never change. And that is the same life that is in him he has given to you and me. If God cannot be defeated, if God gives birth to God, uh, God, then why are we living a defeated life? Just because of ignorance. The, not that we don't have it. This life is in us. But because we don't understand it, just like this phone, many of us just use it to make call and receive call and that's the end. But Ask people who know how to use these gadgets. Think they, it makes life easy for them. It makes life easy. So many things they do with it. And that's the same thing. You know, many of us, when we see some Christians who have understood what this life, God, we have received from God, what is, is, is in this life. When we see them, we look at them as, ah, they are the privileged few. God has anointed them. Or God has um, called them to be victorious. We are looking at them as if God just favored them more than he did to us. No. It's the same thing they have. But they're only making use of it. And they understood what they have. And they are appropriating it for their be personal benefits. That's the same thing you have. But because you don't know it, you are limited. You are daily living. May God help us in Jesus' name. Now, so you see that what Jesus said in John, 1 John chapter 5, verse 4 and 5. Can we have it on the screen? 1 John chapter 5. 1 John chapter 5, verses 4 and 5. It says, Whosoever, for whatsoever is born of God, overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. For whosoever... Go back to verse 4, please. For whatsoever, whatsoever is born of God. I don't know if you have taken time 
to think on this scripture. He says, whatsoever, he did not say whosoever. He said, whatsoever is born of God, overcome the world. The right thing could have been whosoever that is born of God. Right, Abi? That's, that's what would have sounded right. But he says, whatsoever. It's not a mistake. It's not a mistake. Whatsoever, meaning anything, anything that proceeds from God overcomes the word. That is what he's talking about there. Not whosoever, but whatsoever, anything, anything that comes from God, anything that proceeds from God has overcome the world. And he said, this is the virtue that overcomes the world, even our faith. So, when he said whatsoever, it can be whatsoever is whatsoever. Whatever it is that comes, that proceeds from God, whether it's an idea you have, whether it's, a, uh, uh, it's, 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 it's an invention, as long as it comes from God, the Bible says what? It has overcome the challenges that will attack it. Praise the Lord. Whatsoever. The first thing is, where did you come from? From 1 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17, it tells us that we proceed from God. As I said, the day you gave your life to Christ, that is the day your lineage from the first Adam was cut off. And you are now from the last Adam. So your lineage is from God. You proceeded from God. And the Bible is saying that whatsoever proceeds from God does what? Overcomes. Wins. Whatsoever proceeds from God wins. Whatsoever comes from God overcomes. Whatsoever proceeds from God cannot be defeated. Whatsoever proceeds from God cannot be trampled upon. You will always come up on top. That's what he's talking about there. Praise the Lord. Say so whatsoever that is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Our faith, your faith in Jesus Christ. Verse 5 of that same scripture. He says, who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the son of God. The question, did you believe that Jesus is the son of God? I want to hear, did you believe then if you do that, the Bible says that you have overcome the world. You have overcome the challenges and, the, uh, 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 and, uh, uh, and anything that the world throws at you. That's what he's talking about. The victory has been given to us. So when those things come about, what do you do? You know that you have already overcome. You are not shaking. What you do is to remind yourself that the victory, I have it already, I've been given, I've already won. Now, if I ask us, imagine the World Cup that just ended, France and Argentina, okay, played the last, uh, the finals. Imagine if that uh, match is being played in television. The Argentines, when they are watching it, do you think they'll be panicking? Will they be panicking? They won't be panicking. They won't be afraid. They won't have hypertension. Why? Because they already know the result. They already know that they won the cup. The cup is with them. So if they are watching it, they are just watching it for entertainment. You understand? That's the same thing, me and you are. This victory has been given to us. We have already won. 
have a mindset in you. When you are seeing things in life, know that you already have the victory. It's in your pocket. You already have the, the, the success. It's with you. So when those challenges come, you are not struggling with it to know ah, whether I will be defeated, ah, whether I will lose this or not. No. Just like an Argentine will be watching and be smiling. Even when France qualified the three goals. Do you think they would, he would just be smiling? Why? Because he knew the end of that match. He knew that they won. That is where you and me are in Christ. Hallelujah. When you have this settled in you, you won't fret for anything. You won't be afraid. You won't panic. You won't be running heter skater and when things show up. You know that you're already, uh, the victory is already in your pocket. I mean, the key. This money is already in my pocket. I won't be afraid if Brother Lawrence wants to come and take it. It's mine. I have it. I know I'm going to spend it. That is where you are as a Christian. Hallelujah. Amen. So these are the kind of thoughts when I meditate on it. Born to win. I'm already won. I'm living on the victory side. I'm having my victory march. Hallelujah. Amen. That is what the Bible is talking about. When he taught in uh, Romans chapter 8, he's saying, in all this, we are more than conquerors. We are more than conquerors. Say, with this and that and that, take us away from God. And he says, no, nah, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. Now, when the Bible says you are more than a conqueror, he's not saying you are still conquering. You have passed conquering. That is what it means to be more than a conqueror. You are no more on the battlefield. What you are now, you are enjoying your booties that came out of that fight. You are no more fighting. So the Bible not, did not say you are a conqueror. He says you are more than a conqueror. That means you have passed conquering. You are now enjoying the booties of the conquer that you made. Hallelujah. Amen. So these are the things that have been freely given to us, which we need to take hold of. We need to hold these things. And when we get hold of these things and understood them, we won't be defeated no matter what. No matter what comes our way. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. No matter what comes our way. Many Christians out of ignorance. Now, um, it's it, it just like um, there's a story. Uh, it's a children's movie I watched many years ago, Tarzan. How many of us watch that movie, Tarzan? We know it. Children know it, Tarzan. No, you know that Tarzan is a human being. He's a baby. Either, I don't know how he started, whether the parents abandoned him or he was dumped somewhere Then the chimpanzee, the gorilla, they took him into the bush and he grew up with them. And they trained him to be living like them, jumping from one tree or the other instead of the bush. Until the day Tarzan came in contact with a human being. You know, first of all, he would be looking at himself. He would look at the human being. Tarzan would be wondering. But you know, the thing would be going inside him. But the mother, chimpanzee, would come and grab him, come on. But he would follow them. But from time to time, when they encounter human being, Tarzan would be looking. I look like these people. But I am different. He, you know, these people, their life, they live, they are speaking, they are talking. You will be wondering. Now, Tarzan had the human life in him. 
But because he was, the environment he was brought up made him to be living the animal life. Do you understand? So, until the day he now realized that, look, I am not, I'm not supposed to be this way. I have a, I need to, I'm supposed to be like that lady. Fortunately, it's a lady that was always talking to him, teaching him how to speak and all that. Over time, what happened? Tarzan has to change. Because this was in his DNA, human life. That is the same thing. Many Christians, we have this God's DNA in us. But because we don't know, we lack understanding, we will live an ordinary life, a life that is defeated. We live a life that is losing. We are mourning and crying and looking as if living the same life those who don't know Christ are living. That's what is happening to so many Christians because of lack of knowledge. But today that you know, tell yourself, I have the life of God in me. And I'm going to live this life out. This year, 2023, we are entering, I'm going to live this life out. I'm going to live the life that God has given to me. Praise the Lord. Look at the King of England, King Charles. King Charles of England, King Charles the Third. Now, you know, right from the day that boy, that man was born, he has been he, 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 he has been prepared for today. What is happening now? He has been given a training. He know he knows from the day King Charles know that his name is Charles. He knew that he's going to be king one day. You know that from the day he knew that his name is. Charles. He knew that he's a king. Just a matter of time. Is it not happening now? King Charles, that's not, he has been given the training. He has known who he is. He has been living the kingly life even before he became king. The same thing is happening to his son now, Prince Harry. I mean, that's the first one. His first son, Prince Harry. The Williams. Prince William, he's already taking responsibilities. He's already living the kingly life. He's already been prepared for that life. And today, he's saying he's the Prince of Wales. That was what Charles was. So, that is a lineage. They already know. Even their own children, as small as they are, they already know where they come from. They already know where they come from. This is the mentality we Christians should have. There is a life in us. There is something that has been given to us. We should know where our lineage is from. And so when things are happening, we don't need to uh, look, uh, uh, look down on ourselves or give ourselves, uh, uh, live the ordinary life that the man, same person on the street is living. We need to tell ourselves something. That look, there's something in me. That's who I am. That's where I come from. So I cannot subject myself or allow to be subjected like the same man on the street who is not from the same lineage with me. You have a king. You are a winner. You have a life that cannot be defeated, a life that cannot be trampled upon. So when this settles in you, honestly, I tell you, things will change. You see yourself living a different life. Tell yourself that this 2023, as you enter it, you will not live the same way you have been living before. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, and when you have gained this knowledge, there are so many scriptures here. 
which we cannot go through. But no one thing that you have been born, you are born to win. You are a winner. You have a life that is, that is not ordinary. You have a life that is surpassing. You have a life that is uh, uh, higher than the life that the world is living in. And when you have this knowledge, when you have this understanding, get hold of it. Get hold of it. Don't let it slip from you. Get hold of it. Uh, the Bible says something. Let's look at Isaiah chapter 31, verse 4. Isaiah chapter 31, verse 4. It says, For thus said the Lord, For thus had the Lord spoken unto me, like as the lion and the young lion, roaring on his prey, when a multitude of shepherds is called forth against him, he will not be afraid of their voice nor abase himself for the noise of them. So shall the Lord of hosts come down to fight for Mount Zion and for the hill thereof. Do you know what he's talking about there? When a lion identifies his prey, when a lion identifies a prey, maybe, maybe a lot of sheep or whatever animal troops, but he identified it. We are told that lion would always look for the weakest among the animals, the sheep, as they are going, he will always, where he sat down, he will always identify his target. And he says, when he has identified his target, he said, even if the multitude of shepherds, multitude of shepherds are shouting on him, he's not moved. His attention and his focus is on that prey. He's watching, targeting, knowing when to when to move. And even as they're all running, even if there are one million, he will go through all of them to that one he has identified as the food for the day. Even when the shepherds are all shouting and making noise and the lion will not be distracted. His focus and attention is on that prey. That is what you should do this year until 2023. Let your focus, your meditations, be on this life, this truth that I hear from God, I proceed from God. No matter what is happening around you, no matter what you have gone through in 2022, no matter the situation and circumstances, let your focus. Don't be distracted. Don't be distracted by anything. May always, every day, focus and meditate on the word of God. That is what will keep you. When you are focused and meditating on the word, the other things happening around you will be noise. Just like that lion, he will not, he will not allow to be distracted by anything. Even if the shepherds are one million making noise and shouting at him, the lion is not deterred. As he takes off, he's going straight to that target he has. What is the target you have for 2023? Make sure now you start. Let your focus, refocus yourself to it. Meditate on the word. Tell yourself again who you are. You cannot be defeated. You cannot lose anymore. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord because a life has been given to us. What has been given to us? The Bible said that the generations past tried to look into it. They could not. They could not understand it. And that is Christ in you and me, the hope of glory. Christ in you and me, the life, the victory, 
The success, everything that you are looking for is in Christ. And that Christ lives and dwells in you. Praise the Lord. So you proceed from God. The Bible says, whatsoever, whatsoever, not whosoever, whatsoever that proceeds from God overcomes the word. You proceed from God. You have the lineage of Christ, this last Adam. You are no more, your lineage is no more. They don't ever tell yourself, yeah, we are all from Adam. You are no more from Adam. The first Adam, you are from the last Adam, Jesus Christ. That is your lineage. And the life he has, the life is overcoming life. It's a life that always wins. This does not mean challenges will not come. Even when God himself, God himself that has this life, had challenges. Do you think when Lucifer challenged God in heaven that God took it like that? It's just like you, when your own child, your own son, rebel against you, you push him out of the house. It's easy. It's not easy. Parents do it, but it's not easy for a parent to chase his or her own child out of the house. If they do it with grievance, with pain, with sorrow, because that is not what they deserve for that child. Do you think when Lucifer challenged God in heaven that it was easy for God to, to cast him out? No, but he has to do it. Praise the Lord. So, when you are challenged, don't think, ah, but they said we have the life of God. We are winners. Why is this coming to me? No, no, tell yourself, no. I have the life of God in me. I have the spirit of God in me. I am a winner. I cannot be defeated. I cannot be subjected. I have a, a winning mentality. You speak the word. Whatsoever. 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 It is whatsoever that proceeds from God. Wins always. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I want you to stand up and begin to give God the glory. Give God the praise. Give him the honor. Give him all adoration. Because he has given to you what the world does not know. What the world desire to have. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Whatsoever that is born of God. Whatsoever that is born of God overcomes. Whatsoever that is born of God overcomes the word. And this is the victory. Because you believe in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. I'll begin to thank God. Begin to thank God for what you have. Thank him for what you have. Thank him for what he has given to us. The life that me and you have is not a life that can be defeated no matter what. It's not a life that can be trampled upon by anybody or anything. It's a life that always wins and overcomes. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Begin to thank God for that. Let your hands be lifted with the conviction that you have in your heart about the message you have heard tonight. Bless the Lord. It doesn't matter what you feel. It doesn't matter what's happening in your circumstances. The truth of God's word is constant. You are born to win. You have been made more than a conqueror. Just begin to declare those words. The Bible says that the communication of your faith will become effectual as you acknowledge every good thing that is in you in Christ. It says you are more than a conqueror. It means that's what you are. It doesn't matter what is before you. 
it doesn't matter the challenges now when you speak those words consistently that is how the mountains are leveled so give God the praise and glory as you declare every good thing that you have in Christ you are acknowledging that you are more than a conqueror you acknowledge that you are born of God you have overcome the world and its systems you have overcome the lies you have overcome the situation and circumstances oh begin to give him praise declare that you are not ordinary yes the life of God is in me I am born to win glory be to God I am more than a conqueror because I come from God I am more than a conqueror I can never be defeated I can never be defeated I am not a victim I am a victor I am more than a conqueror Father we give you the glory Blessed be your name mighty God In Jesus name we are prayed We are going to pray right now We want to pray against the spirit of death But before that I want to thank Pastor Yeme for the wonderful message God bless you sir Can we just wave our hands and appreciate God For the revelation of his word that has come to us tonight Hallelujah you know, there was something he said. Please, let's have a seat. Let me just do, say this very quickly. He was talking about getting a hold of the word of God. You know, once you get a hold, you know, tonight you have heard the word. And so many of you are persuaded in your heart that this is the truth. And your faith has been stirred. But when you get out of here, you're going to face, you know, your, the, some things will now begin to come back to you like your personal challenges, you know, life. Now, if you do not focus on what you have heard tonight, you will lose it. So the reason sometimes you find that people will pray, I am more than a conqueror, I'm a victor, is easy to pray that when you are in church. If you lose the message and the revelation of God's word that you have heard tonight, you will find yourself when you step out of here, you find yourself now praying, ah, oh God, help me. I don't understand myself. I've prayed that kind of prayer before. Praise the Lord. But it is, important that you, you, it is important that you hold on to the word. You know, I like the scripture that says in, in James chapter 1 verse 25. I read the New Living Translation. It says, But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and you do, and you do what it says, and don't forget what you heard, it said, Then God will bless you for doing it. What it means is that there are many things that can be drawing your attention. The Bible says that the life of God is in you. From the word you have seen it, that you are, more than a con you are more than a conqueror. You can look at it today and you are wondering what is happening to your health. So that health situation is a picture that is coming to you. You must understand the need to hold on to the word of God and then consistently speak the word. You know, the only fight that you and I have been called to fight is your fight of faith. And the fight of faith is called the good fight. It's a fight, the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. What that means is you have seen in the word of God that this is mine. So when the challenges confront you, your fight of faith is to stand your ground in the world. And it is called a good fight because the winner has been determined. And that is you. Somebody shout hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So very quickly, we want to pray against the spirit of death. 
You know, one of the challenges again is that sometimes people think, oh, Christ has done everything for me, so they don't need to pray. No. You know, just before I came up, the Lord said something to me. Do you know that Jesus does not need his name? God does not use his name. Jesus does not use his name. The angels don't use his name. The Bible says he has given you the name. He said, whatsoever you ask the Father in my name. So that name has been given to you and I. So when we see the enemy coming at us, in the name of Jesus, we must stop him. So we want to stop the devil right now. I want us to rise up to our feet. Jesus said in the book of Revelations 1.18, he says, Revelations 1.18 says, I am he who lives and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. He says, and I have the keys of heads and of death. It means that if he has the keys of death, he's holding it in our favor. So when you put a stop to death, it will have no power over you or your loved ones. So we're going to use his name tonight to pray for ourselves, every member of the church. I want us to begin particularly for the children. We want to come against the oppression of the devil in their lives. Listen, brethren, things don't just happen. Two, brother, two brothers sat down some years ago around Ogba. They finished selling their shop that night. While they sat there just gisting, waiting before they, you know, they would go home finally. The high tension wire fell on both of them. They would say, was high tension wire? You know, it will always, the thing that happened, happened somehow. But there are spirits usually behind them. People don't just get, just, don't just die. We want to command death out of our environment. We want to command death out of the lives of our children. You are issuing a command in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Release your words and begin to decree in the name of Jesus. Decree that none of our children will die. Rebuke the spirit of death from our lives, from the church, from the Father's house church. In the name of the Lord Jesus over every man, over every woman, over every boy, over every girl, over every child. We come against the spirit of death. We rebuke the bloodthirsty demons in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Release your words. The Bible says, whatsoever two of us shall agree and certain anything that we shall ask, it shall be done of our Father in heaven. We say no to death in the Father's house church this year and beyond. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Ratos. We come against the oppression of the spirit of death. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Satan will rebuke you from our lives, from the children. Death will rebuke you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we come against your oppressions. We destroy your works by the power of the Holy Ghost. Every trap set for anyone, we command them destroyed. In the name of the Lord Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit, we command them destroyed. In the name of Jesus, begin to lift your voice right now. Pray against terminal diseases. Every terminal disease is dead to waiting we terminate them by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus we come against terminal diseases in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ oh father we give you glory in Jesus name we are praying Jesus said whatsoever I said every plant my heavenly father had not planted surely will be uprooted we want to pray right now for our health the health of every man, every woman, every single person represented in this Father's house. Every plant God has not planted, manifesting as ailment, we command them to be uprooted right now in the name of Jesus. Lift your voice and pray. 
Lift your hands. The Bible says we should pray everywhere. Lifting up our holy hands. We come against infirmity. I say, body, kaya baba santa. Le proko poko tola bedero sita. In the name of our Lord Jesus. For your word says every plant that you have not planted. We shall be uprooted. Everyone who is suffering in the body. Every sudden threatening. We command them uprooted. In the name of Jesus. We uproot them. By the power of the Holy Ghost. In the name of our Lord Jesus. We command them uprooted. Marco Sabayaba. Father, we give you the praise. In Jesus' name we are praying. Lastly, let's ask that the Lord, let's command the release of angels. He said he will give his angels charge over us to keep us in all our ways. They are mission spirits sent forth to minister for us. Let's command the release of angels over our children. Angels of protection over our lives, over our loved ones. Command them. Say in the name of Jesus, I release the angels assigned to me, to my family, or to the children. We command your release right now to protect them, to preserve from the arrows that fly by day and by night. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we speak for God's protection over every child, even the unborn babies. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I command the angels' protection over their lives, over the children. In the name of Jesus, we declare that none will suffer miscarriage. In the name of our Lord Jesus, none of our children will be kidnapped. None will be victim of any form of accident. Glory be to God. We command the angels' protection over everyone's life. Father, we give you the glory. Blessed be your name, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praised. Can you lift your hands and just give God praise for answers to prayers? Because this is the confidence that we have that if we ask anything according to will, He hears us. We thank Him. Thank Him because He's heard us tonight. Father, we give you the praise. Hallelujah.